Looking for exciting video content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving. This is James Loving, host of another Loving That Sports Talk. And I'd just like to give a prayers and thoughts out to Donna Sanchez who passed away this weekend. Uh, we did an event for her up in Laramie. Um, so we just give uh, a thoughts and prayers to her family and her daughter. You know, and, um, just hope, you know, everybody can make it through this. Well, listeners, it's just another great week, and it just, it just makes me smile to just to sit here and talk and give it talk sports and give it talk, you know, growing up or how you played the game of sports and what we went through. But this is the first time on my show that I had a daughter and father duel. You know, <laughs> it's just amazing to have, you know, um, just to sit back at their house and hear them talk as a family and all the great things that they do together and um, how they relate, you know. But, you know, I got my, my favorite guest on the show again, Terry Jackson, senior. You there, Terry? I'm here. And then I got Audrey Jackson. Aubrey, I'm sorry. Aubrey Jackson. You there, Aubrey? Yes, I'm here, love. <laughs> how you doing, Aubrey? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, that's good. Get that nervousness out, right, Terry? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Terry, I'm going to start with Aubrey, since you know me and you are here. Aubrey, how was it growing up with your your dad and your mom and just the um, just the things they, they taught you with sports and all like that? What was it like? Because last week, me and Terry talked about kids are not getting, you know, um, the training from the parents. They help and all like that. How was it with you when you, you play volleyball and all that? Yeah, um, I was very fortunate growing up. I had my mom and my dad, and um, they were, like, the biggest supporters that I could ever imagine having. You know, they pushed me to be the best that I could and to give my all at all my sports as well as school, and they really pushed hard for us to stay in school and do good in school, And um, which, which in the end is always better, you know. So school always came first in my house, and... Um, we, we got taught dedication and, you know, we weren't, we weren't quitters. We weren't, we didn't quit in my house. If we were going to, um, if we were going to commit ourselves to a sport or any activity, you know, singing, whatever it was, whether it's choir, sports at school or any kind of club, you know, we were, we were taught to be dedicated to what we committed ourselves into. And I think that that's, that's a very good thing for, you know, kids to learn as they're growing up and my parents were the people that taught me everything, you know, to work hard. So I had a great family growing up, and I still have a great family, and everything that I do 
up until now, you know, they have they've pushed me to work as hard as I can and so I was very fortunate to have that and still have that from them. And, and Terry, I mean, I'd like to have uh, Aviola. That's why I want her to say that. Because last week we were talking about how the kids don't have the parents to help them out. We'll explain more now. You you help out Avi, um, Alexis, and Terry. Because like, we still got we still got to say that Terry had a seventy-five yard running catch. But we'll talk about that later. But explain more on that, Terry. Well, I, I think it's just kind of like she said. Um, you know, we kind of you, you set forth. Um, some standards on, on what you want your kids to follow. Um, and, and that's what we abided by. I mean, we abided by those standards as well growing up. Um, you know, you want to start something, you want to get into something, you want to see it through when you finish it out, you know. And if you find out that you don't like it or it's not something you want to do, then you don't have to do it the next year. Um, so it was something like that. Just being dedicated to what you're doing, um, you know, get your schoolwork done because that comes first. If you don't get good grades, you can't play anyway. Uh, you're not going to sing in children's chorale or choir or anything like that. You're not going to do the special stuff unless you get your work done first, you know. So I'm, I'm glad that, uh, you know, sometimes you, you wonder as a parent if your kids actually listen or if they're going to actually take what you're trying to teach them with you, with them when they leave. And, uh, you know, it seems like we didn't do too half bad with, with Aubrey. <laughs> so that's nice to hear. Aubrey, my question again to you is, you know, I, I still don't watch you play rape, um, volleyball and your, your dedication of how you're off that plan. Tell them what it is and how it is having that dedication, like playing hurt or, you know, just being there for your team when they need you. How important is that, Abby? Um, It's extremely important. I mean, especially if you are looked at as one of the leaders out on your team. And, uh, you know, people come to you and they rely on you. And, you know, if they're needing help, they're going to come to you to, you know, pump them up or tell be able to tell them what, you know, they're doing wrong and what they should fix, you know, and um, the dedication is very important because, you know, if you're if you're a part of a team and, um, you know, one one person isn't there regardless of if it's a leader or not, you know, your team is not going to be the same, they're not going to play the same, something's going to be missing, you know, it's, it's kind of a functioning sort of thing, you know, with a team. So the dedication to, you know, be there for your team and help them to, you know, win and have fun and play, that's very important, very, very important. And, and Terry, one question to you, I she was explaining what that is. How important, and you know, me and you talk about this over and over, but we get this through these kids' heads that it's important to be that leader and be there when that team needs you. You know, you got to be that person to step up and say, give me the ball or coach call. And, and is that important, Terry? I mean, we drill that. I mean, you talk about so much, but, you know, I love the way you explain it. Go ahead and explain that again. Well, if if you're a leader um, because of your ability or because people want to listen to you and, and, and you're a leader in that way, um, you know, there's 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 two ways you can lead. You can lead by example or you can lead with your voice. Uh, I like the leaders by example. Um and if you can lead by example, you can you can take your team to another level as well. Because if those guys are out there or those girls are out there and they see that the, the leader of their team, whether he's a vocal leader or whether he's a leader by example, is out there giving it their all, that's going to boost that team up and say, hey, he's out here playing or, or she's out here doing all she can do. I need to step it up a little bit, you know, because I don't want to. I don't want to let her down. I don't want to let the 
the person that's next to me down as well. So it kind of helps the team aspect uh, in all. When you have that leader or that somebody that's out there that's not going to give up. Um, a great example, love, is the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> uh, you know I can't say another one. <laughs> I know you can. And that's okay because this was a perfect example. As, as Tony Romo was suffering through what he was suffering with, and he said, you know what, i got to be out there. This team needs me. We cannot let this team go to one win and two losses. We've got to go out there and give it all we have. Well, you had some other injured players. Uh, Des Bryant, he was injured. Um, also, Jason Winton was injured. And, and what are those guys thinking? And if you listen to the interview afterwards with Des, he said, you know, Tony Romo was out here playing, and I know he was in pain with what he was going through, and I just had a bruise, you know, uh, I needed to get out there and step up. I was going to be out there for my team. If Tony Romo was going to be out there for that team, I could not sit back and not play. So that's the kind of leader that, that you want. Those are the kinds of things you want to teach these kids when they're considered to be a leader. Uh, and that's great, sir. I mean, what do, you, what do you think a leader is, you know? And, you know, when you was playing sports and you was all there, were you the leader? And what do you think a leader consists of, you know? Um, yeah, I, I would think of myself as a leader. I'm very, um, especially on the volleyball court, you know, there's a lot of vocal going on, and that was, you know, a big thing for me. And I was, you know, I always like to be vocal, and I like to, you know, get my team pumped up and get the adrenaline going so we could come out there hard and, you know, do our best and give it our all. But, you know, you uh, you see, you know, kids with the attitudes and getting down on themselves and getting down on other people. And, you know, it doesn't it doesn't help. It honestly doesn't. You may think that you're doing some good at the time that you're upset, but, you know, it, it does nothing, but it's like a disease. You know, it starts with one person and it, it goes through the whole team and pretty soon your whole team's down and they're frustrated and they're mad and, you know, being mad at each other and it's just not, it's just not a good thing. And so, you know, if you can keep that mental, that mental, up going and you know you keep your attitude up and you keep talking to your players and encouraging them not bringing them down you know and you're going out there and you're you're giving your all and showing them what you know what it takes to you know to win and no matter how far you're down or you know whether it's a couple points or you know it's a lot of points it doesn't matter you know you still go out there and you give your all and um I think that I think that anybody can look up to someone that's going to be willing to, you know, go out there, especially through, you know, a hard point in a game, you know, when you're struggling, and you know, to be able to see somebody go out there and say, okay, you know, this is it, we're going to do it, we're going to get our heads in it right now, and we're just going to play play the hardest that we can, and I think people will look up to that. So. And like I said, Aubrey, you know, I got you on this show because this is a great time to have you because when we all sitting around, me and your dad, we discussing, like, uh, different leaderships and how to play her. You have so many great points. You know, I want you to get it out and try and get it to all the listeners. From your point of view, they won't say, you know, I'm always me and your dad or, you know. So that's why I wanted you on the show. I wasn't going to throw you on the bus. But, you know, yeah. we still ain't done with you. But Terry and uh, Aubrey, you know, what I want to know is, how important is is attitude from a player? You know, like me when I was playing ball, Terry and Aubrey. If it's coming from wrong, I had the attitude that was nobody better than me. It wasn't cockiness, but I wanted to put myself above. Right, that made me work hard in practice and work hard in the games to show that I can be better. You know, 
And if I mm-hmm. if I said I was better, then that made me work hard to be better. Am I wrong for saying that, Terry? No, you go first, I, and then you, Aubrey. I think you're I think you're absolutely right, love. I think you got to you got to set goals. Um, you hold on. You know what, Terry? If you're, if you're, I, I don't want to cut you off because we got to go to break. So I want okay. the break to cut you off. So let's go to the break right now, and then when we come back, we'll let you finish. Sorry about that, but okay, sounds this is good. James Loving, hosting Loving that first call. I got Terry Jackson, see, and I got his daughter Aubrey Jackson, the father and daughter duo. We'll be right back. <laughs> Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Do you feel the need for speed? Whatever your addiction, NASCAR, IndyCar, NHRA, Formula One, or even lawnmower racing, Pit Pass USA has got you covered. Larry Henry here, host of Pit Pass USA. I put my 30-plus years of being a motorsports broadcaster to work to bring you not only the best guests, but also the most interesting guests in racing. Pit Pass USA with Larry Henry. Your front row seat to the world of racing. Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Channel. Be there or get a DNF. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. When it comes to youth and high school football, listen each week to Coach Al Gross at First and Ten Football. Coach covers vital topics relating to the latest trend on a national level. Join Coach as he interviews personalities from the NFL, NCAA, and the top high school coaches from around the country. Catch all the interviews and get in-depth information online at www.firstand10football.com. Your national resource for youth and high school football. First and Ten Football is Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Sports. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is Jay Loving, host of Loving That Sports Talk, and I'm back with my guest, Terry Jackson Sr. and Aubrey Jackson. Uh, thank you guys for being on. Uh, um, before we went to break, I had a question to you, Terry, and you, Aubrey. Um, Terry, you go first. My question was, how important is attitude from a, a, a young player, you know, high school or college? And then how important is it to to know that you're great? I mean, they're saying that it ain't cockiness, but they're saying you're the best that, you know, because like I said, when I played, you know, I felt I was the best that nobody could cover me or I could catch every ball, you know. 
Is that wrong for a, a person, a kid, to think that, Terry? You know, no, I, I definitely don't. I think you, you need that. That's an attribute that you need uh, when you're playing athletics or sports in general. Um, you have to have that kind of an attitude. When you when you got the ball and you're out on the basketball court and you're at the top of the key and you're looking at this guy that's trying to guard you, you have to say to yourself, this guy cannot guard me. You know, I can jump up and shoot over him or I can go around him. And that's the way you have to think. Um, and it's no different on, on the football field or the volleyball court. You know, I'm the best hitter in here. So I'm going to I'm gonna show you guys that you can't, you know, you're not going to be able to return my spikes. Um, you're not going to be able to tackle me. It's going to take two or three of you guys to tackle me on this play. Um, you, you have to have that. That's what gives you drive, you know, to and it motivates you inside to do well. Uh, Aubrey, is that fair? Is that wrong saying that you're better than everybody on your team? And not that you saying, you know, but if you work hard, you are better, right? Absolutely. Um, I think that there's a fine line between confidence and cocky, and I think some people a lot of times get that mixed up, whether it be, you know, towards other people or themselves. And uh, I think that, you know, the self-talk is a is a really good thing for people. I think anything, you know, anything that you do in life, you want to strive to be the best. You want to, you know, do your best. You know, if you have to make this much money, you're going to work as hard as you can so that you can do it, and I think it's the same. It's the same way, you know, on the on the field or the court or you know wherever you're at. I think you need to you need to remind yourself over and over again that you know you are the best, so that you can you can reach those goals. Now, Terry, is that wrong when you step up and you're sitting there and you want the ball all the time? Say, hey, give me the ball. But that's your confidence of saying, hey, I can make this happen for us. You know, give me the ball in this crucial moment. You know, because when I play, I'm like, hey, we had went for four from nine. Hey, coach, throw me the ball. I'm going to catch it. I'm going to run the right route to get us nine. Is that okay for a kid to step out there and say, coach, get me the ball? Absolutely it is. I mean, you, you know, you, you have to play your sport within the bounds of, of, of what you and your team are trying to accomplish, you know, and, and, and what your coach has set for. Um, when push comes to shove, you have to think that way. You have to think, I'm going to be the one to get this first down. You know, I'm going to be the one to make this last-second shot because I can make it. If you don't feel it or see it, you're never going to be able to, to accomplish it. You know, so you, you, you have to have a little bit of that. And, and I don't think it's cockiness as much as it is uh, uh, determination or, or grit. You know, you, you, you've got to have a little grit within you uh, in order to be able to accomplish great things. Um, I don't think anybody would argue... Uh, that Michael Jordan is one of the, if not the greatest player. Uh, but Michael Jordan, you know, he had that within himself. I'm going to be the one with the ball. And everybody in the arena knew it, you know. Um, and he made numerous of those shots. Um, those are the kinds of things that you need in order to drive you to excel and, and, and be the best. Now, Aubrey, do you think it's the coach's job to tell this kid that he's the best, but we really need him, or is it that kid that, that needs to say it to the coach? Um, I think, um, I think, I, I believe that no matter, you know, what anybody tells you anyways, if you don't have that with inside yourself, you know, it, it won't make a difference. You know, my brother, my brother is an absolutely great athlete, and, you know, I can use him for example for this because, you know, I think he knows that he's a good player, but, 
you know, I don't think he has enough confidence that he needs to be able to show it out on the field or even, you know, just just at home being himself, you know. And, uh, you know, he's one of those people that, you know, he's in the newspaper every single week for his football games. You know, he's he's the player to watch in the whole, you know, state of Wyoming. And, you know, he can see that, but yet it's not it's not quite there inside himself and he doesn't really believe it as much as everybody else does. So I think regardless of if the coach is telling you that you're the greatest or not and that you need to have the ball and you need to do this, if you if you don't believe that inside yourself, you're not going to have the, ter- the determination to do it anyways. But I do think um, I do think at some level that you know if if you are a great player and you're doing great things for your team, then you know you should have that uplift by your coaches. I think they you know they have. I'm not saying that they need to praise the players, you know, but I think you know a good job and just to just to reassure them, you know that that they're doing a good job and that they need to keep out doing you know keep working hard and doing what they're doing because they're doing good things for the team. I like that answer, Aubrey. He gave me chills when you were saying that because when I was growing up, everybody was telling me, oh, you ain't going to make it in the NFL, you're too little. But I had that inside me and saying, you know, I am, you know, prove people mm-hmm. wrong. And me and your dad talked about that. So that's why I like when you brought that example up and that. And, and I know how you feel about that because you said over and over now here. But, Terry, back to you. What does it take for a kid to get that confidence and say, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And what does it take for little Terry to say, you know what I'm saying? I mean, well, what does it take? Because you had it, you know, and me, you talk about how you had it, and you can explain how you had it. And I had it, I told you how I explained it, because, you know, I always wanted to get my parents out of what we was poor. I said, well, I'm going to make it to get them. You know what I'm saying? There's something that got to drive these kids or us to, to, to have that inside you. Mm-hmm. We touched on it a little bit last week, and you know, you can um, you can be a great athlete, and you can you can do a number of things, but you have to believe within yourself that you can do it. And where that comes from, um, like I said, sometimes it's you know some kids just have it, and sometimes kids just develop it a little bit later on. Uh, Aubrey's always had that, you know, she's always had that fire and that grit. Uh, and that determination, uh, self-confidence, you know, that she can do this, she can accomplish this. Um, but for for other kids, it, it, it either comes too late in life or, you know, or they never get it. Um, I think that it's, it's, it's something that you definitely need, but the only place that you can find it is within yourself. There's going to be a light bulb that come off and say, you know what, I am the guy. For this, you know, this 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 play is coming to me. Um, this last second shot's going to me. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna make this shot. And sometimes it wakes people up, and the light bulb goes off, and, and they start re- realizing that and, and finding that confidence within themselves. But for the most part, a lot of it's gonna have to come within that person. And, and you know what? And, and tell me if I'm wrong, Terry Aubrey. You know, I watched um, the last game, and I see a young man. Um, that don't get the ball that often, and they do the ball, and he dropped it. But still, I know that young man probably be great, but the coach came back to him and threw him another ball to build his confidence. Because mm-hmm. if you're not throwing me the ball that much, and then when you throw me the ball, I miss it, then that could mess me more up with my confidence. And I thought that coach that came right back at that kid, about the coach, and threw him another ball. Build that confidence mm-hmm. up, you know, in, in that, that kid. If I'm wrong for saying that? 
No, I agree with you 100%. Derek? Yeah, you, I mean, you have to. I mean, where, where, where else are they going to get the confidence at? Um, it's no different than somebody making a bad play or jumping off sides. Um, you can't bring the kid off the field and, and send somebody, send a replacement in and, 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 and scream and holler at him. You know, you got to tell him and, and boost him up. You know, when you're on the sidelines or you're in a game situation, now's the time to really start coaching. You know, uh, you, you prepare all week or, you, you prepare for this game, but you can't stop coaching once you get into the game. And, you know, a lot of of, of boosting up kids and, and, and giving them the confidence, you know, a lot of that's coaching. And, right. and you have to do that. Yeah, he should have came back to that kid. If he was open, throw him the ball. He's not going to drop them all, you know. Right. And if he drops that one, I'm going to pat him on the butt and say, get back in there and catch the next one, you yeah. know, because you're going to be open. Ivy, when have you, I don't know if you've been in a situation where you missed the last point to win the game or lose the game. How did you build your confidence back if you if you did? Oh yeah, that's a that you know that's a tough position to be in, especially when you are a leader on your team and you know people are looking for you. You know if it, if it's a close game and um, you're the one, you're the go-to person. You know that it, that's a tough situation to be in when you have all eyes on you and people are, you know, counting on going to you. But, you know, we have to accept the fact that, um, you know, regardless of if it's professional sports and what the media has to say and, you know, how what people say about the players, you know, everybody's human. And people are going to make mistakes and, you know, sometimes those mistake hap- mistakes happen, you know, at a crucial time, but regardless of when it is or, what, you know, what's up for stake, we are all human and we're going to make mistakes. And I think if you can, you know, if you can get that through your head and you can understand that regardless of how good of a player I am, I'm, I'm bound to make mistakes and I'm bound to make plenty of them. You know, mm-hmm. you just, you just have to take it and you have to, you know, you have to realize, okay, this is not the end of the world, but the next game, if, if I'm in the same situation, I'm going to do better, you know, figure out what the problem is, you know, and fix it and, you know, just work on that. Terry, and I know how you, you know how you play. We talked about how that is. What happens when you play your hardest in a game and you got like three touchdowns and all the stats, and y'all still don't win the game? How can you still be a leader as a kid? What can you tell the kid to still come on? You know, you did get your best effort, but how can you explain to that kid that next week, you know, still be a leader? Tell your team, hey, pick it up, you know. Well, we we have to realize, love, and, and, and a lot of people don't understand this, but we have to. We we learn how to how to win, but we also have to learn how to lose. Uh, two teams playing against each other, there's going to be a loser. Um, what you just have to do is is leave all your effort out there, whether it's on the football field, the basketball court, the volleyball court, the baseball field. You just have to leave your best effort out there, and nobody can ask any more of you than that. Um, and you just have to communicate that with your team. We played as hard as we could. We just lost. We had a bad break, or you know, we can always do something better. We can we can work on this stuff next week. But realize what mistakes were made. You learn from them and you move on. And that's that's part of sports. You know what? Uh, before we take, uh, we gotta take a break. But I got a question for you guys. I wanted you to think about on the break was. Everybody keeps talking about, oh, kids don't get recruited from Casper, Wyoming. They ain't as good as all the other kids. I want to hear y'all take on that because there's some great athletes in Casper. 
you know. And I think they're getting a better rap, but explain what you guys think about that and what your feelings about that is. So we're going to take a break, and we'll come back. We have um, Aubrey Jackson, and we got Terry Jackson, senior and father online, and we're going to hear what they think of that. flagship station for sports voice america sports have we got a high energy all access sports show for you it's outside the huddle starring lemond williams each week join lemond as he takes callers discusses the week's top stories in the world of sports and sits down with active and former players to discuss their transition from sports to business Outside the Huddle is a great resource for players making career transitions both on and off the field. Tune in Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific for Outside the Huddle on the Voice America Sports Channel. Looking for a great sports show from a kid's point of view? Look no further than Speaking of Sports. We've got the stats, scores, and inside news on what's happening all over the sports world. It's all hard-hitting, can't-miss action from your point of view. You'll hear different perspectives, opinions, and predictions from the fans and experts. Tune in to Speaking of Sports every Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Miss just one minute of this show and you've missed out. Listen to Sports Talk at the Positive Pub every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Gil Tyree talks to sports newsmakers, playmakers, and story breakers. You, the hardcore, interactive, and novice fan, can join the show via your phone calls and emails. Sample what's good, right, and positive about the world of sports every week. Begin your week in a positive way with Sports Talk from the Positive Pub. Be here every Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with loving that sports talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving, back host of Loving That Sports Talk. I'm a guest, Terry Jackson, online, and I was going to Aubrey Jackson. You guys do that? Yes. Yep, I'm here, love. All right, well, the question was before we went to Ray was for you guys, and uh, was, oh, I forgot the question. No, <laughs> what's wrong with me? Uh, no, the question was, but, um, why is Casper athlete getting such a uh, bum around? Everybody keeps saying, ain't no great athlete here. There ain't no great player. They're not getting looked at for the big colleges, you know. I keep hearing that, and since I was there, I see great athletes, you know, and, and and you see, you know, and why people ain't getting looked at is it because of the culture, or you know, they're not getting their names out. What is it, um, Terry? You want first or Aubrey? 
I'll go. I I think that um, you know a lot of it's it's gonna it's gonna really um, matter on what what does that kid want to do. You know, does this kid want to go play basketball or volleyball or or football? You know, so you're gonna have to answer those questions first. Second of all, it's just hard for me to realize that our coaches who have coaching clinics with you know, coaches from the University of Wyoming and all around the state don't communicate that, you know what, hey, I got this athlete here um, who's done this, that, or the other, and it's a great kid, and you guys might want to want to look at him. You know, it's hard for me to believe that that kind of stuff doesn't happen. I would like to think it does. Um, then you have the university's aspect of things as well. I don't, I don't know what they're thinking, you know, if if they're thinking that they want our kids to walk on and save a scholarship for another out of state kid or or what the deal is. If if I had my say, I would want to watch our Wyoming kids go to our university and play sports. You know? That's what I would hope. What do you think, Aubrey? Um, I think <clears throat> I think that uh it starts with a lot of you know, a lot of the kids that, you know, they see we just come from a you know, a smaller town, and it's, you know, it's like, what are the chances that this will happen? You know, I think that's coming from a small town might discourage, you know, people a little bit more, but, you know, and especially say, you know, you're in Wyoming and you don't have a lot of bigger towns around you. You know, you're, the whole state is, you know, filled with just smaller towns and it doesn't have, people don't get out there and say, oh, I'm going to go to, you know, Wyoming or whatever, you know, and I think that might have something to do with the, with discouraging the kids a little bit. And I also think, you know, I don't, I personally don't know what happens with the coaches. And I think that, you know, there's a little bit of responsibility if, you know, if a coach has a great athlete and, you know, they need, they should be able to be seen and have their time to shine and, you know, let people see what they have just in case that opportunity does arise you know, I think that the coaches should have a little bit of responsibility of getting that out there as well. Um, but you know, in 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 a smaller you know in a smaller town, which is the only place that I've grown up, you know, I see there's incredible athletes here. I think you know there's an advantage to living in a smaller town with sports because there's not much else to do but you know be great at what you do. You know, a lot it's a big it's a big part of our you know of our state regardless of what school you're at, you know, sports is a big thing. That's a, you know, getting together at a sports game or having, you know, the rivals play each other. That's a big thing for us. And I think that, you know, there, there are great athletes that are here in in other small towns that do deserve the same chance as someone growing up in a bigger city or a bigger school. Well, Terry, isn't, isn't that like the the coach's job to to come on and say, Hey, I got a uh, athlete like uh, Aubrey or, Terry Jackson Jr. or, you know, me been watching out there, your Lieutenant Risk kid, that you see these kids that ha- that can have that potential, the talent, to work with them to get that talent out to say, hey, I want this kid to go to this university, Division One. Isn't that their job? But it seems like they're letting these kids out, you know, in Capital Center because it's Casper, they let them go to the wayside. That shouldn't be no problem because there are great athletes here. And I've been at the games and I've been watching them. I'm like, God, if that kid was only coached, you know? Yeah, throw the ball back at him and let him catch the ball, or like you say, get to get the give him that ball when you know he's the greatest. Or like Aubrey say, you you mess up that one game, come back the next game and win the game. Isn't isn't that their job? Yeah, yeah. You know they hold a lot of responsibility. 
Um, and, and I think that they, they do it to a certain extent, but it's at a smaller level. Um, they will talk to you about a, a smaller school, a Division II school, or, you know, we have a lot of teachers and coaches that come from South Dakota or, um, you know, Montana, surrounding states like that, and, and they've got smaller colleges there. So there's a lot of talk about that, but I don't think there's as much talk about the University of Wyoming. You know, when, when, when you have these great athletes there that can, that can possibly make it, you know, um, I, I, me as a coach, personally, I would love to see one of my players go to the university and be successful. You know, I, I would be able to watch him. Um, I'm just not quite sure what uh, what to think about it much, love. But I think it's a it's a it's a black mark on our coaches here in this state that we don't have more of our athletes um, going to the University of Wyoming and, and, and playing athletics. I think the percentage is very small. But but you know, by me playing it, and, I'm, and I've been to the games here, and I I've seen these kids. I'm like, God, this kid right here, you know, with the right coaching, or you know, I'm not dogging no coaches, but if the, the right work on habits, learn to teach the kid the fundamental, these kids can go to Division One like a University of Wyoming, and I see it, you know, because I played there and I played after, you know, in the NFL. But if these kids are just, I mean, teach them how to catch the ball. And, Teach them how to run a route. Teach them how to do a backpedal. Then you know these kids gonna be confident and know they can play the division one. But right now they're like, hey, we we're not good enough to play. You know, yeah. We're fall back on Aubrey. The kids should he go say something to the coach? Would you say something to the coach if you know you want to go to division one school, Aubrey? Um, yeah. When you're talking about my future, um, I definitely don't think that that's out of line at all because you know. There, that's, I mean, you, you can do things to be able to do that for yourself, but, you know, I think that coaches, you know, have a little bit more, you know, connection and to be able to find the right thing for an athlete. And I, I do think that that's a responsibility that they need to take. And if they're not doing that, then, you know, you do need to go and talk to your coach. Terry? Well, I think if, if you're coaching and you have a great athlete, you should already, you know, have talked to him and asked him, what are your future plans? What do you want to do after high school? You know, I, I think that they should know that. Um, and then I think if, if that's the case, if, if this person who you consider to be a great athlete is, is good enough to, to hopefully move on, that you would, um, that you would try to, to do everything in your power as a coach, to make that happen for him, you know. So, yeah, should 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 an athlete say, "Well, I want to go on and play football at a at a Division One school or, or any college for that matter"? I mean, we we can't forget that when you're playing football or basketball or whatever sports you're playing at a different level other than high school, it's 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 still going to be a step above, and you still have to prepare these kids for that step. And, and that's what I think our high school coaches should be doing uh, is, is preparing these kids for the next step, especially if they see somebody who, who might have a chance to make it. Uh, and, and what if you see, like you say, you see a kid that having to make it, do you um, say it's like he's on offense or, you know, do, do you give him the ball more or do you let him show his talent more 
Or do you just go by the wayside and just say, hey, we're just going to do this and do that and just hope we win? Well, again, you, you, you want to stand within the scheme of, of what you're trying to do as a team. You don't want one person to feel any more less important than, than, than another person. Um, right. But at the same time, if you have if you have something that's working for you, you know, and, and you have to keep going back to that in order to be successful, then that's what you have to do. I, I, I don't think that you're going to get any qualms from a team if you've got a good running back who's uh, who's running the ball well and he's getting you six, seven, eight yards of carry. Um, are you just going to stop giving him the ball and, and start throwing the football? I mean, a lot of it, you know, a lot of it's common sense. Yeah, but Audrey, what... I'll let you sign it. Aubrey, what if, what, what if you like, you know, you're the best spike on your team and you know the best player and they're not getting you the, the setup to do the spike. Isn't that what you would want? Because you know, one, you're the best player and two, you could get the job done. Yeah. Um, I think that, um, if, if the coaches aren't able or willing to see not only what's going to, you know, bring out what talents are going to be brought out from, you know, one player that would also, in relation, help the team, then uh, I, I believe that you need to go to your teammates because I think that, you know, the coaches the coaches give the plays, but when you're out there playing on the court, you know, I, I believe that you need to do the best thing at the moment because not everything's always going to go um, like it should. So I think that that's when you, you take the steps to go and connect with your teammates and say, hey, you can rely on me, and if you can't rely on me, give me the ball, and I'm going to show you that you can rely on me. And in the end, it's going to be good for me and also for the team if I'm doing well in, in what we're trying to do. Isn't that what you said, um, Terry? Like with Michael Jordan, everybody knew he was getting the ball. Right. You right. Know, isn't that what you were saying, basically? Absolutely. I mean, if if you've got something that's working for you, you, you want to put your your best chance to win out there. And you know, if your best chance is uh, giving the ball to this running back who is uh, who's making six, seven yards of carry and taking you guys down the field, or if it's that tight end who's you know catching the catching every ball over the middle and and, and giving you those ten to fifteen yards to move the chains, then that's where you want to go. Ari, I know we got three minutes to this last break. Not the last break, but yeah, but go ahead. What would you tell a young athlete out there? Um, what advice you would give them? Um, I, would, I would just tell them to, you know, go ahead and do everything that you're interested in, anything that you want to do, no matter what anybody tells you. You know, you go and seek for yourself everything that you want to do and the skills that you need to be a great athlete in whatever, in whatever sports, life, anything. Um, stay in school, do well in school. Um, that's, you know, no matter where you want to go after high school and sports, if you do so, you know, school is going to be your ticket to get there. And, um, you know, I have experienced having to go to college and pay for college, and I'm going to tell you right now that it's not fun and it's not easy. And if you have the opportunity, you know, with the smarts that you have naturally and the talent, and you need to take that and you need to put it to school so that you can get to higher places and be able to, you know, play sports in, in college and, if so, go on further than that. So, you know, number one 
that I would let kids know, because I have a child of my own especially, is to stay in school. It really is important, and if your parents are pushing it, you know, they're not, they're not stupid. They know what they're talking about. And um, just work hard as an athlete in anything that you do and, you know, stay dedicated and have fun. Have fun in whatever you're doing. And I know you got to go to class, so yes, I'll, have you. your, I'll have your dad on the next segment. But thank you for coming on, Aubrey. And, oh, no like problem. I said, thank you very much for having me. I want to thank you for all you guys and what you do and, you know, and all y'all been doing for me. So Of course, that, love. Put that out there. But, Thanks. Well, we're going to take another break, and then we'll come out. we have Terry Jackson Sr. still on the line, and thank Aubrey Jackson for being on the show today, and we'll be right back. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. Crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Spin It with Chuck Foreman has a spin on so much that's going on. It will be hard to fit it all into the promo. We'll talk about the weekend games, what to look forward to, hot topics in the news. Spin It Old School, which gives a back-in-the-day approach from Chuck. A no-spin zone where Chuck gives an unbiased opinion and lets you do the same. Chuck will be taking us around town and around the world with news, happenings, and more. It's football, news, and happenings. Tune in for Spin It with Chuck Foreman, Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. What does building a family mean to you? Nobody has experienced the pain and joy of family life in a way that Freddie Scott has. And his experiences in life, in sports, and business can help you create a successful family future. We'll cover many aspects of family building and management with a focus on fatherhood. Men and women want their families to succeed during these tough times. Our show will give you hope for the future and practical tools for a successful family. Tune in to The Freddie Scott Show, tackling the game of life, Mondays at Noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Sports. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with loving that sports talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving, folks in Loving That Sports Talk. And I still have my guest, Terry Jackson, senior on the line. Still that taste? I'm still here. Yeah, I just want to thank Irish for being on that team. You thanks for having him, you know, letting him come on. Oh, absolutely. It was a good surprise. Yeah. Well, you know, before we get to talk about your cowboy, I won't get in there. I still <laughs> want to iterate a little bit on, you know, um, how important parents are to be with kids, not only as athletes, but as students, to succeed in the world. You know, we're sitting there and we talk about how, it's important for that parent to just to, to talk to their kids and tell them this is what you can be, this is what you can do in life. 
Isn't that very important? Well, it, it is. It's very important. I mean, you know, we as parents, when we when we start in that journey, um, you you don't know what to expect, and you just want better for your kids than what you had. Um, so you start out by trying to teach your kids, you know, the best thing for them, and and, and what's gonna what's right from wrong, and and what's best. And then as they grow, they get interested in things, and you know, you you're there for them. You you want to. Uh, to be there for them and and to enjoy it, and and then you know as as they get older, they you know they start developing and they just start getting more uh, more into something. They they find something that they like, and and they want to stay with it. And you just want to help them out and and teach them the best best way you can. And it's important too, like you say, like a, a child is after a football game or anything or or test in school. Sit there and tell that child, you know, did a great job, you know, you know, if you didn't get the A you want, you got to be work on it next time. Or if you didn't get the block or didn't make that catch, we get it next week or something, you know, next game. That's oh, yeah. important because for me to hear that, you know, that's still going to build my confidence and know that, you know, I can do it. Yeah. And to know mom and dad, mom and dad are always going to be there. They're going to love you no matter what, you know. <laughs> and, and, and and when kids know and realize that, um, and they get that out of the way, then they can start, you know, concentrating on, on, on being successful and, 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 and putting forth that effort out there. Uh, you're right, and that effort is important, like you say, not only on the field or on the court, but in the school and in life, you know. So, you know, like you say, most kids, they always going to play professional sport, but there's always something out there for them. Whatever job they do, be the best at what you're doing. Absolutely. So I just wanted us to talk about that a little bit more so these parents will know, you know, give your kid a hug, you know? Absolutely. Let them know you love them. Okay. Yeah, know you love them. Like I say, you all, you always, they always know how to parent there. Yeah. No matter what. You're not a failure to your parents, you know? So give your kids a hug, you know? But let's get to this um, Cowboys um, stuff you were talking about. That was a great game you know, Monday night, wasn't it, love? You, well, I got to let the listeners know that me and you have a truth. And the truth is that I have to cheer for the Cowboys, you got to cheer for the Eagles. Absolutely. And that, and that came about because me and you that he has a throw when the Cowboys play, I want them to lose, and then the Eagles, and, you know. So this little truth we got, I don't like it, but it's okay for now, right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make it work. But you know what? We've seen something different in that Cowboys game, and like we were talking about with Michael Vick being hurt, and when Tony Romo got hurt like that, and we talked about that. When you can step up and play her and, and then your team, you know your team needs you for that win or that extra yard or something like that, that's important. And, and like you you spoke about that. You want to talk about that a little bit more, Dick? Sure. The, uh, you know, when, when, when you're a leader, and, and I think we were talking about it in terms of that, when you're a leader, how are you supposed to act? How are you supposed to show your team that you're a leader? And I think it was a great example um, what Tony Romo did when he – decided to play. I, I think he was going to play regardless. Uh, and just like he said after the interview, well, I played when it happened, so, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna go on ahead and play now. And he ended up taking that shot. And, of course, he was in some pain. But that's the difference between being hurt and being injured. Um, and granted, I'm, and we have to understand that sometimes you're injured and you can't play. Um, but for him to do that, I thought it was great. Uh, I thought it, it showed great leadership, uh, and I think it affected his team. Uh, in, a, in a positive way, and and, and you, we talked about that. You asked me, Terry, like when you're in the NFL, who has to say so who you play? And I said the player, because yeah, you're right. You know how hurt you are, 
injured you are. But if you got that drive, like you say with Tony, you know, you're going to play because it's, it's going to be a positive thing for your team. And, you know, and it showed for the Cowboys. I mean, that was great for him because it put them over that to win that game. Not only win that game, they lost it still to show, hey, if he play her, I can play her, you know, and you're going to win some games, right? Absolutely. But you don't want to get into the point to where um, I'm hurt, so I'm limited, and, and then you're hurting your team more than you're helping your team. Right. Uh, I, I think that you could see on some of those passes he made, um, they, they weren't quite there. He didn't quite have the zip that he should have had on him or could have had. And in that sense, you know, you wonder, well, should he have been out there playing? But when they snap the ball over his head and he runs back there and gathers it up and then throws a pass for for a two-yard gain, which would, could, could have resulted into a, a 15- to 20-yard loss, I mean, it kind of makes you wonder sometimes, okay, well, we're making strides. Maybe maybe it's a good thing he played. But you don't want to fall into that trap to where, you know, you're hurt, but you're not going to help the team. You're going to hurt them by being out there more than you would by, you know, letting that other guy start for you. Have you ever played hurt there? Yeah, I've played hurt. I've never played injured because I've never been injured, but I've played hurt. We all oh, have. Uh, we all get bumps me, and bruises. Real quick, tell me the difference between hurt and injured. I, I, I so everybody know what you mean by hurt and injured. Well, in my opinion, if 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 you're out there playing, it's been my experiences. You got the adrenaline going in you anyway, and if you're out there and you're pumped up for the game and and, and you're in the in the scheme of things and uh, you get a helmet, you know, who uh, smacks your hand. You go over to the trainer, it's not broken, it's bruised and it's hurt. Or, you know, you get a a, a bruise um, on your shin or your thigh or something, you get a helmet there. And, yeah, it hurts to walk a little bit, but can you still play? Absolutely you can. Um, And I've seen seen guys do it. I've I've seen guys from a high school level, uh, junior high level, to, to, to the professional level do it. I mean, it's it's just something that you got to have within you to say, you know what, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna let this affect me. Well, Terry, we got three minutes to close. I want you to close it out, but I want you to close out with this question: What drives you? You know, I've been around you, and I see how you 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 with your son and your daughter, and you go to every one of their games, the volleyball, and all like that, and that passion that you have in you, it's just amazing. What drives you? You know, go ahead and take us out. Well. I'm not quite sure what drives me. I, I, I like to win. I like to be successful, um, and, and I, and I want to pass that on to to my children because you know you you have to have that in order to be successful in life. Um, raising four kids and stuff like that. I mean, I'm I, I can't sit and say that I haven't been successful because that alone, raising one kid, um, <laughs> you know, that's a, that's a great success. Um, but to to have the experience of, of having four children and, and, and raising them to, you know, to be the best that they can be at whatever that whatever they're doing, um, that drives me. Um, you know, I, I, I just like to, to, to win. I'm a very competitive person. I, I always have been. Um, I haven't won the lottery yet, but um, I'm still working on that. Um, but it, it's just something that, that has come from within, whether it's your favorite team um, or or your son on the football field, you know, um, what what can I do? What can I teach him in order to make him that man and say, hey, uh, give me the ball, coach. Uh, I'm gonna score this touchdown, or I'm gonna get this two yards, you know, on fourth and two. 
Um, coach set me the ball up. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to spike it. So you, you just want to do that. Well, I want to again thank you, Ted, for being on the show. And I, I know you'll be on next week again, but these shows that we're talking about, you know, we get it out to the young ones, and I, and I like that. So I just want to thank you again and all that, you know, you taught me and what I learned from you, you know. So. Well, anytime. I think we're learning from each other. <laughs> so, so next week uh, we'll be back on the show, and we'll talk a little bit more about this Cowboys and Eagles. All right. Thanks, love. Thanks. Thanks a lot to you. And this is Jack Loving off with no one loving that sports talk and we'll see you next week. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Loving That Sports Talk. But don't worry, James Loving will be back next week, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to love more sports talk then. And keep in touch with James all week at lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.